0: the preaching service of the Scots Four Christian Church it is a beautiful Lord's Day it is a cool Lord's Day there is frost and just a beautiful fall morning We're so happy to have you with us, and uh, we hope and pray that the message of the hour will be a blessing to you. I am Otis Clark, the minister of the church, and uh, we are sharing uh, in a special series of meetings, uh, October 2nd, which was last Sunday, then today, October the 9th, and then October the 16th, and our speaker has been President Carrie Allen of the Louisville Bible College and the theme that we have given to these three sessions has been life dot dot your journey and all of us know that as we study life that we are certainly on a journey and uh, it's so important I think because life is so short that we understand as much as we can about how to take this journey which Christ has given to us and to make the best for him for his glory because after all he is the giver of every good and perfect gift. Uh, Last uh, Sunday evening uh, President Allen spoke on the subject uh, about uh, uh, understanding life, understanding our journey, and uh, it was just a most meaningful service, and uh, we were truly, uh, truly blessed, and so uh, I want to continue talking about uh, the journey, and uh, today we'll be talking about it, he will be talking about the uh, journey, and realizing how that we can enjoy, and how How we can do life successfully and how that we can uh, make for a meaningful life. I'm sure you've read these words many a time, but I love them. The book of Philippians is one of my favorite books in the Bible. And so I'm going to read from Philippians, uh, the fourth chapter, beginning in, I beg your pardon, the third chapter, beginning in verse 12 and reading through uh, verse 14. You've read it probably many a time, but let's listen to the word of the Lord. Not that I have already obtained this, or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because christ jesus has made me his own brothers i do not consider that i have made it on my own as he says and then he says i press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward calling of god in jesus christ i press on i press on toward the goal we understand that uh, as we read the bible that life is Uh, very, very short. Three score and ten, the Bible speaks of that, and uh, so any time after that we're sharing in the mercies and the goodnesses of God. You know, we step back and we look at our world today, and it appears that more is written about how to have happiness, how to have joy, how to have contentment, and Often it seems that when we examine the particular things people are looking for and seeking to find happiness and joy possibly uh, may not be in the direction that we need to go. I know that uh, you've probably have heard these words before, but i mentioned them again. And as we think about living our lives, living them to the fullest, and not looking back and say, why in the world didn't I study life more seriously? Why didn't I take life more seriously? And why didn't I realize that life is so short? There's so many things, brothers and sisters, which are temporary. For instance, we know that money Is temporary we know that a house is temporary we think about our brothers and sisters in Fort Myers in Sanibel Island and in other parts of Florida who literally could say to us today if they could speak to us that they would share how true it is and many wonderful people who have literally lost everything. And certainly one of the things that we can do is to pray for strength, uh, to pray for help uh, and encouragement to all, and certainly strength for the workers, the firefighters, the uh, utility people, uh, and all who are working so, so ardently to help the people get in a process of getting back with their lives. Yes, a car is temporary. Career is temporary. And there is only one thing that is eternal, and that is God. And I say all of that on the front end because we need to try to see, you know, what is it? that uh, uh, that we need to understand so that we can realize keep that word in mind as we make our journey so that we can realize happiness and joy and contentment and fulfillment when paul wrote these words i'm sure all of you know this that he was in jail in an old dirty dungeon and uh, and so he speaks to the church at Philippi and uh, like I said the, this is one of my favorite books and the book is filled with uh, tremendous encouragement it, some might say that as we look from the, the, the four chapters in Philippians that Paul is saying to the people at that time and people for all time to come you can you can make it you can you can but he certainly wants us to realize too as he writes writes these words that we are responsible for our own actions and so the first things that I want us to see he mentions forgetting what is behind Uh, that is so so important and friends if we get serious about our lives and look at our lives we know that uh, we are going to realize that we have sinned and that we have fallen short of the glory of God When President Allen was speaking last Sunday night, he made the comment that he had heard about one uh, mega church. Of course, he didn't go into specifics and so forth, uh, but that he uh, mentioned that they no longer mention sin. And friends, sin is certainly what separates us from God and separates us from Jesus Christ. And the Bible, Paul, in talking to the church at Rome, he said, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. If we say we have no sin, we lie and the truth is not in us. And when we think about defining sin, we know that one of the things that we can easily say, it is the transgression of God's teaching. The very thing that sent Jesus to the cross was the sin of every individual, that Jesus died so that when we repent and ask for forgiveness of our sins or baptized into him that we can receive the forgiveness of our sins and when we think about our lives that i've shared this before but i share it again that one time the danville hospital called me to come to the hospital that there was a man uh, who uh, wanted to talk with me about obeying the plan of salvation and about becoming a christian and needless to say i went And when I went, I went in and started talking to him. And he said, Mr. Clark, I certainly appreciate you coming. I appreciate you taking time out of your day to come and talk with me. But he said, since I told the nurse to call a minister, I've been doing a lot of thinking. And he said, Mr. Clark, there isn't probably a sin out there that could be committed, but that I have uh, done that particular sin. And I said, friend, I don't want to sound simplistic. Needless to say, a part of the scheme of redemption, a part of being saved, is that we say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. I repent of my sins. I plan to turn my life around. The things that I have done, I plan to stop, and I want to live the Christian life. I want to ask the Lord for the forgiveness of my sins. And he said, Mr. Clark, there have just been so, 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 so many sins that I've committed, as I told you. And he said, there's just no way that Christ can save me. And I said, friends, according to the scriptures, is that it says, and I repeat the verse, if we confess our sins, he is just and righteous to forgive us of our sins. And he says, your sins, I will remember no more. And so we need to understand that we absolutely can be forgiven. And I would say it like this, and I say it with much respect and much reverence for our Lord and for the saving people power of Jesus Christ and that is this is that his grace his blood his mercy is big enough now listen to me is big enough to give forgive any and all sins we have committed now there is that part that we play we must ask him and show him that we have repented of our sins that we're sorry for our wrongs and that we ask him to forgive us and to cleanse us by the precious blood of Jesus Christ and so when we look at that we can uh, follow the admonition that Paul gave to the church uh, church at Philippi when he said forget Forget the past, and that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And and sometimes I have noticed is that uh, we uh, maybe are uh more hard on ourselves uh, than we need to be uh that if we come to the scriptures and we try to understand as much as humanly possible about the grace of christ about the mercy of christ about the precious blood of jesus christ we do understand that his blood i say to it, say it again and his grace listen to me brothers and sisters is big enough to cover any and all of our sins And we know where the church was established on the day of Pentecost is that Peter stood and spoke to the people, Repent and be baptized for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And so uh, Paul is saying, forget the past. We would say it like this, If after you have repented, and if looking at the past does not help you, forget the past. And then, also, to realize that he said, to face the future, uh, many, many times we failed to realize what a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful God the Father, Jesus Christ, we serve, big enough to forgive any and all of our sins, and then not only did he say to forget but he said to face the future, and friends. Uh, Yes, there is so much we are dealing with. But yet at the same time, and I'm going to comment about that, but as I'm sharing this message this morning, how much, so much to be thankful and grateful for. We're grateful for countless, countless blessings. And we, as the song says, is that we need to seek to name them one by one, and it will surprise us what the Lord has done. But many times when we see uh, a lot of hatred in our world, when we see the violence in our world, when we see uh, the countenance of people, uh, sometimes we just feel like giving up. Now friends, I don't. I know that that's that. That can be the case a lot of times. People get so much on their plate, so much has already transpired, and so much seems to be continuing to transpire that we fail to realize that uh, that there is strength in the power of the Lord. Uh, there is strength in His name, and on and on I can go. And there is help. And uh, yes, life can get tough. Life can get tough. Uh, I've probably have spoken to people, I can't call it right now, off the cuff, but people who said, Brother Otis, uh, I just give up. I uh, tried in life, and this has happened, and that has happened. Let me encourage you, that there are these words in the book of Revelation, the second chapter, in the latter part of verse 10, where it says, Be faithful unto death, and I will give you a crown of life. With God's strength, with God's help, with God's mercy, we can face the future and we can accept the challenges and we can seek to make a difference. I really believe with all of my heart that as we try to live to, now listen closely, as we try to live for Him, do everything that we can, that even when we're sharing in dark hours, that he will give us strength for the moment, and he will see us through. You see, one of the things that possibly a lot of us fail to realize, and that is this, is that uh, I shared from the Fork Christian Church pulpit last Lord's Day, I said to the people, I feel sorry for you. I feel sorry for you. And I imagine they wondered what in the world I was saying. And what I was saying is that we look at our world we look at the many things that are so regrettable and so sad, and and we just have many many thoughts about how we are going to make it through. And so we must realize that uh, with God, and I don't want to be simplistic, but I firmly believe this: that God will make us adequate for any and all situation. And one of the things that is we must keep before us as we seek to face the future is that is this is this is that john in the 16th chapter said uh, i am the resurrection and the life and in this world you will, listen to me, have trouble. We have trouble because of sin. We have trouble because of Satan and what he is doing. And when we look at all the wrongs, all the things that are happening in our world, which is wrong, it is right from Satan. God is the author of good. And Satan is the author of things which are bad and very bad. It breaks our heart to see. It seems like that when we turn on our televisions, that just about every day, in Lexington, Kentucky, there is a killing, people killing, 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 violence, and it just seems, that I use the words of Dr. Billy Graham when he said this, he said, we are adrift, we have lost our moorings, Uh, we have lost a realization of the greatness of God the Father, Jesus the Christ. And we can face the tomorrows. And we must face the tomorrows and do everything we can to help to make a difference in this world. You see, when we look at these teachings, Paul talking to the Christians in the church at Philippi, people for all time to come, he wanted man to see where he was so he could see where he wasn't. And it is so important. I believe this is so important that we stop and that we take inventory we look at where we have been where we are and where we want to go with our lives and I just wonder if oftentimes that a lot of times, so to speak, that we're flying by the seat of our pants. Uh, the Bible tells us to number our days and we want to make the most of every day. And many, many times uh, it can get very, very challenging. And so uh, and as we think about living our lives and I cannot help but feel that this was a part of the thinking of Paul as he was writing to the Christians, the pe- people just like you and me living in the city of Philippi that he would want them to realize this particular thought and that is you will never get the life you want in and of yourself Uh, Jeremiah said it is not within man to know the direction that he ought to go so you will never get the life listen to me brothers and sisters you will never get the life you want in and of yourself We need Christ. We need his wisdom. We need the leading of the Holy Spirit. We need to be a person of prayer, a person of dedication, a person growing, because there is only one who can give us life and give us eternal life. There's only one who can really, really, really help us to do what we ought to do as we live our lives, and that is Jesus Christ. And then the third thing, and I'm going to read a couple of these verses again. He said, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting, forgetting the art of letting go, realizing that when Christ forgives, he forgives completely and he forgives genuinely. But this one thing I do, uh, forgetting uh, what lies uh, behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on. The goal for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Can I, with all the love that could possibly be shared, encourage you, if you are not a Christian, to become a Christian? These are perilous times. You say, what do you mean, Brother Otis, perilous times? We look at statistics. We look at the number of abortions that are taking place every second, so to speak we look at violence we look at the war between Russia and Ukraine very 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 scary situation and we look at the uh, the violence in our life we look at the hatreds in our life we look at inflation for people and friends as the song says people people need the Lord and If you're not a Christian, I hope and pray that you have a desire to become God's child, to obey the plan of salvation, and to become his child. And then also, not only do we forget, forget the past, realize Christ will forgive us, help us to face the future. God has no hands but our hands to do his work. And then lastly, is that we finish the course in my 57 years or 57 to 60 years of preaching that i have seen so many who have named the name of Christ the sweetest name the greatest name on earth and who started who th- they did quite well for a while and then we began to watch and we tried to help them and they kept uh, seemingly drifting and drifting and drifting to where that they really were not sharing in a meaningful walk with Jesus Christ and so can I encourage you to realize that If you want to have a meaningful journey, a meaningful experience, that you get these words in your mind and that you have a desire to stay faithful, to stay committed unto uh, the very end. I quoted the verse a while ago in Revelation 2.10, the a part of that verse, where John, he was on the Isle of Patmos and he was writing uh, to the churches of Asia and he said, be faithful unto the end and I will give you a crown of life. You see, friends, we all are going to die. We're going to die if Jesus uh, does not come back first, but but, uh, we all are going to die. Paul, in writing to the the Hebrew Christians, he pointed that out, that disappointed unto a man wants to die. And after that, the judgment and also we need to understand that I think we have to really work at this I commented to my brothers and sisters at different times about this that uh, because of the many voices it's like my friend Robert Beto uh, elder in the Danville church and he had listened to this man in Texas and uh, he was an African-American and he said the world is speaking so loudly I cannot hear my God speak and I believe that with all of my heart there are so many voices out there so many things being said so many ridiculous things that are being said and the world will not satisfy friends the world yes it will i beg your pardon it will satisfy for a while and then after a while it will have done its things and there is that beautiful song that says i am satisfied with jesus is jesus satisfied with me we need to do everything we can to read his word, to understand his word, and to be obedient to his word. You know, when as you study about life and as you study the Bible, you know that faith and obedience, uh, they are connected with a leaking verb. Faith is obedience. Obedience is faith. And we know it's impossible to please him without faith. And friends, you and I have got to work hard is sifting through the many many voices in the secular world come here come here buy this do this do that so forth and so on and yes they will satisfy for a while but there comes a time when we do take our last breath when we end our journey on life and life then we ask the question then what i uh, I had a funeral this past Friday, and on Friday night I went to the home to meet with the mother and son, and we were talking about the funeral arrangements and, and all. And the son said, uh, said, Brother Otis, what happens now? Uh, maybe he never thought about that, and maybe he had, I don't know. But he said, what happens now? Uh, what he was saying, what happened to my dad when he took his last breath? And what about the future? And I didn't mean to be uh, too simplistic or what may not be the right word, but I said to him that it really doesn't matter what I think, it's what does God say? And certainly, certainly he has addressed this particular matter. And Paul, as he wrote to the Corinthian church, he said, to be absent in the body is to be present with Christ and i said when we leave this world we go to paradise we go to abraham's bosom and i said furthermore when you read about the rich man and lazarus you see even though they were in two different locations that they knew each other after death and so i do believe i do not understand all the dynamics but i do believe the bible teaches we will know uh, each other in heaven And so we must finish the course. And to do that, we've got a lot of responsibility. We've got a lot of things that we must do in order that, in fact, that we can come to the end of the road and hear him say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. Enter now into the joys of heaven, and I will make you ruler over many. Yes, life, realizing Listen to me, brothers and sisters, realizing that it's a journey and we want to live it in a profound way, not in a flippant way, a careless way. But we want to be guided by his spirit. We want to live a life of uh, hopefully dedication and faithfulness to the Lord Jesus Christ. If there's any way that I can help you, you would like to know what you must do to be saved, whatever it might be, just call me at 859-236-4907 and I will be happy to help you. Let us pray. Father, we thank you that uh, you've spoken to us about the journey, that you've spoken to us about life, that you have spoken through Paul, that when he shared with those brothers and sisters years ago, That he said to them, that as you seek to go on your journey and share your journey, forget what is behind. Ask God for the forgiveness of your sins. Face the future with boldness, the boldness that only Christ can give, and finish the course, and then we will hear the words, Well done, good and faithful servant. Bless each listener. In the Master's name we pray. Amen.